Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark out for a Welcome to the Dork Forest. I'm Jackie Cation. I am your host of the Dork Forest. You probably know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. We're all over iTunes and whoever has downloaded it and repurposed it for whatever your needs. That's right. So feel free to review the show on iTunes. Uh, feel free to email me, Jackie at JackieCation.com, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns. Anyway, uh, let's do the credits. Mike Rickbert composed and sang that song you just heard. He sang it with his wife, Sarah. He'll sing again his words to the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. Patrick Brady is going to fix this audio, and Vilmos does my website. Okay, there are many ways to support the show. Let's talk about them. The easiest way is just to tell other people about the show and follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat at Jackie Cation and tell people uh, word of mouth, word of mouth. Another way to support the show financially doesn't cost you anything is the Amazon banner. On JackieCation.com, there's an Amazon banner under support the show. And on dorkforest.com, there's just an Amazon link that takes you to Amazon. And both take you to Amazon. You order like normal, and the show gets a little bit of a kickback. doesn't cost you extra. It's just a way, if you order from Amazon, to help the show. More direct way of helping the show, you can uh, give money to the show via PayPal. There's a PayPal button under the Support the Show page on JackieCation.com, and there's a PayPal button on dorkforest.com. You can donate directly. If you want to give monthly, I haven't made that easy. I don't have a monthly setup. Uh, I know that it's easy. Uh, I just don't have any time to do it. So you have to remember every month that you like the show and then give me money. So uh, I'll use it wisely on audio cables and chocolate, whatever. Uh, another way to support the show, if you don't like PayPal, is people have been Venmoing me money. I'll take it. That seems lovely. Jackie at JackieCation.com. It's just under JackieCation. So whatever. If you have listened to all 600 and whatever episodes of the Dork Forest and would like more Dork Forest, there are premium episodes, probably a dozen of them. And they are, in the last couple of years, if I do a live episode, it usually costs me some money. So I have been putting them up on Bandcamp, and they cost money. They cost two bucks a pop. But if you go to the dorkforest.bandcamp.com, you can see those different shows. They're usually live episodes around the world. And there is also a four- Four stories on a, on a sort of a handmade storytelling album that I made over there too. And those are just a buck each. So if you want to go to Bandcamp, you can do that as well. You can order merch on JackieCation.com. There are shirts and CDs and a DVD of my stand-up. There's the stand-up CDs, Circus People. It's never going to be bread. This will make an excellent Horcrux and my brand new album. I am not the hero of this story. And they're all available as CDs on JackieCation.com. They're all available digitally on Amazon and iTunes. And you can just listen to them on Pandora and Spotify and whatever. So, but if you like hard copies, let me know if you want them signed or not. Um, there's also a DVD of the Horcrux album, which is video. That's what a DVD is. And you can download that at ComedyFilmNerds.com if you just like a download. 
Okay, there are shirts. There's my stand-up shirt, Spooky Reading Girl. There's also two Dork Forest t-shirts. So there's the Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirt, and there is a Dork Forest logo shirt. And all the shirts are made in the United States, union-made, so they run a little big because they're made by Americans. Other than that, my stand-up is available on the website, on JackieCation.com. You can watch my Conan sets. You can watch a bunch of different stand-up sets. You can, and then you can see what my schedule's like. Enough of this. Let's get into the show. It's a really good one. Hey, I'm back in my living room and hey, <laughs> let's t- you just came from yoga, Karen Rontowski. I did. I came from yoga. I have to go off on a little tangent because I came from yoga and I bought a table. There was a yard sale by my house and I, I it was like a big table up to the rib cage, the kind you would never buy yourself, but you always need. Yeah. And uh, so I was just before you called. I, I like was, the idea that you would never buy yourself <laughs> a table. A table. Oh, no, I'm on what a kind of what kind of richy rich life are you living that would have a get to have a table? <laughs> I know. And people have to balance their drinks on their hands when they come over. <laughs> so so it's very a lot of spillage. So they had all this weird stuff that I started to look at the yard sale. And then I was like, ooh, some of it's creepy. And I was like, oh, these people do dark magic. And it was totally. So I said, I'll just take the table. And the guy goes. 10 bucks and I go oh it's a good table I'll give you 15 because I'm a master negotiator that's it that is the backwards negotiation (laughs) that I have seen before in my life and then I had to carry it home and the table was making me sad so I got to cleanse the table when I get home because I think it's a sad table people you may not know but you may know from that story that we're speaking with Karen Rontowski previously on on the show you've been on the show twice before that I remember offhand I think so tarot cards not long ago right not long ago you told me to go to the dentist Previous to that, <laughs> uh, it was with Jen Kirkman that talking about ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yes. This time, let's let's talk about yoga. You know why? Because I don't have an episode for this week, and I love you oh. for coming over to the house, and I've been meaning to talk about yoga. Well, do you want to talk about yoga? Because I also have a dorkdom within my dorkdom, a subset dorkdom that called the Mothman. I'll let you choose. But- <laughs> Well, let's first of all <laughs> remind people who we're talking to. It's at Karen Ron. No, is it just at Rontowski on Twitter? At Rontowski on Twitter. And Rontowski is spelled like Rontowski, you animals. Get it R- together. R-O-N-T-O-W-S-K-I. Right. And, um, and then you have a paranormal Karen. Is the, the web, web series. series, is that just on YouTube for it, free uh, and for it's fun? On, it's on YouTube for free and it's for fun and it's on Instagram and it's on all my things and it's under a minute and everywhere I go, I um, everywhere I do comedy, I do go and investigate a paranormal place and I do jokes and it's funny. And is Instagram at Rontowski as well? Yes, everything, okay. yeah. Everything's at Rontowski. It's KarenRontowski.com. And then... uh is Mothman does have had anything to do with the your current obsession, which is also hemp oil? Oh, uh, well, the hemp oil I'm selling, and it's good for everyone. And uh, I don't know what else. Do to you say use it? I use it every day. It has no. What is it for? Uh, hemp oil is does it get for, you stoned. It doesn't get you. <laughs> it stoned. does not. Come on. There's no THC in it. <laughs> it just became legal. Boo! <laughs> oh, it just became legal. It just became legal because marijuana became legal, so they can make it. It's the it's if you go to my website up in the corner, it says buy hemp oil, or um, I'm just redoing my website, so it's somewhere. Great <laughs> shoes, by the way. And you could also maybe buy your album. Yes, uh, yeah, I think so. I'm making a new one, but they can they can donate money. They can buy something. They can buy a tarot reading. Throw some money Throw over some money at Karen task Tell some you guys if you want to. <laughs> well, with the, well, before the, we get into yoga or moth people. Man. 
Um, <laughs> let us speak of hemp oil and what is its value? Um, it is CBD oil is what they call it. And it what does works it stand for CBD? Um, cannabis, oh. noboroid, something like that. Something like that. I don't know the full word. It's like the Latin. Right. For hemp oil. Yes. <laughs> it, um, it actually works in a lot of things. It calms the nervous system. That's what it, it works. Unbe- like me, I feel that right away. It calms me down when I'm have anxious. But what it you does. You just rub it on yourself? No, you put a couple of squirts under your tongue. You hold it there for 60 seconds and then you swallow it. Was oh, it like that? It's a, a Bach. Uh, you know the Bach flower, uh, flower essence. Yes, it's a that's a but, rapid uh, uh, disbursement system in your body under your tongue. It gets absorbed tongue. immediately. And uh, I remember in the nineties. Oh, remember the nineties, <laughs> you guys? Uh, I had a Bach uh, herbal essence that was um, you'd squirt it under your tongue. And it was called Rescue Remedy. Yes, yes. Is like it that. like that? Yes. Okay. But it's it's very um, the the one that I I got involved with this company because of how good it was. It's a ninety six percent absorbable. What and it's so weird because. Uh, hey, I'm doing laundry, Karen. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> I'm doing some laundry. I don't have my shit together today, but uh, neither, we're going to dork out about it. Let's why, do it. That's why it's perfect. <laughs> I have a sad table and you have clean laundry. <laughs> I just came back from Iceland. Let's do this. Okay. I do some laundry. Uh, I, w- I can't wait to hear about Iceland. Um, so anyway, so what the, what cannabis oil does is it tries to balance out whatever in your system is off. If your uh, sugar is off, it, go, it tries to balance it. People that have Crohn's disease are having great help with it. Um, it really works with the nervous system. If you have anything, um, go Google your disease and CBD oil. <laughs> whatever your yeah. disease is. You guys, my knee doesn't bend good. Hemp oil? Good. Um, and Hemp it, oil uh, good for my knee? Yes. Actually, because right. your knee is inflammation. So it would help your knees get uninflamed, uh, okay. which inflammation is the cause of everything from wrinkles to this and that. Also, um, it works with ADHD when you can't focus, right? Uh, what'd you say? And uh, hilarious. It now. Oh I my God. It. Such the person. <laughs> um, and just email me if you have any questions, but it's a big deal. Find and- Karen Rontowski online. Yes. But the weird thing is, do, and, and, and you're talking specifically, everybody, whatever disease you've got, you take it under the tongue. Right. That's this. <laughs> that sounded per- dirtier in my head than it really means. Okay. This particular brand that I'm working with because the that's CBD a, like, brand. Yeah. In fact, I did all this. It's research. ingestible. Yes, I did. And it, it, but I did all this research on it, and it's amazing because I could not find one negative YouTube about CBD oil. And then even that guy that wrote Mars, women are from Mars and Venus or whatever, mm-hmm, he just mm-hmm. made a special video going, everyone should be taking uh, CBD oil because blah, blah, blah. This is the oil from the Bible, whatever. It's the new age. <laughs> he did not say it was the oil from the Bible. He did. He said, this is the oil they talk oh, about in the Bible. That makes me not like the Mars <laughs> Venus guy because you know what else is from the Bible? A lot of creepy things. A lot of bad things. I yeah. like the Bible. I really do. But I pick and choose. You're I like me, you like what Jesus said, probably sure. only, or very Almost. pretty much. Well, there were some other nice people in the Bible, there was and we've spoken ones. of it before. Yes. Not on the show, though. We could talk. But <laughs> let's get into, uh, tell me what Mothman is, and, and then, then, you'll then, I'll, then I'll pick. Okay. Yeah. I really do kind of want to get, uh, okay. cause I, all right. I don't want to over-exaggerate, but Mothman is probably the greatest paranormal <laughs> character ever. <laughs> okay. Is it a comic book? It probably is somewhere, but it also was, for horror fans, it was a little bit the inspiration of Jeepers Creepers. So, in 
1966, and Thank people you. may get to me on a couple of dates because right. I'm just going to throw out some info. Right. And you're just. Um, these guys were digging a grave in West Virginia, okay? This is right over the. There's a bridge there called the. Um, Tallahatchie Bridge. No. Did you, Billy Joe McAllister jump off of that it? That was a no, different. That was Moth a different Man. bridge. Uh, and, it was uh, a bridge. It was the. Uh, it doesn't matter. Comes. It doesn't matter. It's a nope. bridge. Well, it's important in the end, but I, well, the information will come to me by then. Okay. So, um, so the Mothman was all of a sudden these two guys were digging a grave and they saw a giant man with wings fly away. Okay. Okay. And he flew to West Virginia. And then this being, this interdimensional being started like it had this little home in West Virginia. This went on for over a year. It's Chubacabra. This is a Bigfoot. Um, People have seen the Mothman. Mothman's very different though. He's Chubacabra is like an animal that we probably don't know. Bigfoot is also interdimensional, but I, this is the, I think I don't have the evidence, but, um, almost no one does. Yes. (laughs) But this is more of, a whatever what happens is the mothman is around this city for their it's chasing cars it has glowing red eyes okay i know this sounds crazy like a Um, rabbit like a rabbit um and it's in this area it's there's all these different particles so i'm going to give you the shell and then i'll give you the particles people see this thing for a year Okay. People are calling in terrified. This thing is on my lawn. This in thing the 60s. In the 60s, right? Okay. Yep. Um, and then what happens is the lady at the newspaper starts getting phone calls from people that are talking about events that haven't happened yet. They're saying, oh, this is, um, I'm talking about the plane crash and da, 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 da. Next week, a plane crash. All of a sudden, if you know UFOs, you know men in black start showing up all over. Like they were all sort of looking for this thing. So they have UFO activity. They have this thing showing up the newspaper has they said the the men in black which are always trying to represent humans they're very small you can tell that they're not right they're not human and they would come into an office and pick up a pen and be like ha 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 and then they run out no what is happening <laughs> what? No. i better slow down i was trying to convince you that this right. is what i wanted to talk about okay so yeah way ahead oh my god uh, we're we're certainly in it we're doing it we're do- this okay. is what's happening you guys and by the way if anyone lives in west virginia and goes to the mothman festival please tell them that they need me to host it or to be a comedian at it because i i can't wait to get there there is a con is what you're telling me there's a convention yes a, not a, a con. Mothman con. i'm not saying it's a con <laughs> no. uh there's a convention in west virginia Yes. Regarding Mothman. So in the 60s in West Virginia. Yes. Uh, Pleasant, West Virginia. Two guys digging a grave, saw a giant winged creature. Fly. The following weeks, all over this county, right. uh, adjacent to this where they were digging it, uh, there were seen peep sightings. Yes. Of Mothman. And the Mothman. And then. Yes. And the Mothman would chase cars. And here's where I'll slow the story down. The Mothman started to always be. Um, seen in this area called the TNT area, which was from dynamite. I know what's happening. Uh, the TNT area was where, uh, during the days of the war, they used to store all the chemicals. Okay. Okay. So already this story unfolds into an area where they don't know if this is an animal that is mutated. They don't know if this is a barn owl. They have all these different things going on in this contaminated area. Okay, second second question. In the beginning of this story, you mentioned a film or a story called yes. Jeepers Creepers. Yes. What is that? Uh, Jeepers Creepers is a horror film that is um, just the character in it is based on Mothman, kind of. It's and the it's same. What, also from the 60s? or uh, No, that's just, uh, they kind of just took the Mothman character and put him in it. 
So okay. it's not really, it's a little Might different. Might be in the 90s? Yes. Or yes. 80s? It, it was okay. from, no, it was probably in the 2000s. Oh, even that? later. We're in that. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, we're too in long that. ago. Well, we're the 2010s now. Right. We're the 2010s. And, we're um, in the end times. I know. This anyway, is so disjointed. But, I'm sorry. But heck, I am no, really no. excited. You are very, which of um, course is half the battle. Here um, at the Dork Forest, you guys, I'm talking with Karen Rontowski <laughs> about uh, Mothman. Mothman, who is, and so you're recently, you're like, I'm on board. I'm on board with the Mothman. Been or on board always- for years. I own the the uh, stuffed Mothman. I own a Mothman hunting license. Hunting license. I have a Mothman keychain. You got a keychain? No, no keychain. Got the patch on my jeans. Sewed on my jeans. Mothman. Do you, do you get that in West Virginia? Where do, where do you I buy such I send away to the Mothman Museum for it. Oh, there's a Mothman Museum. There's a Mothman Museum, and uh, and also there's a movie called The Mothman Prophecy, starring Richard Gere. What? Yes, Richard Gere. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a fabulous movie, but it's sort of a compilation of many, many things that are. Um, Put together in one. In other words, they took all these things that I'm trying to tell you. Right. And they squeezed them into one character and into a movie. And, uh, that is how they, they, uh, that's how they got that story. Right. Which is a good movie, but it's, it's not, it doesn't put it together. So the, and I'm Because gonna, there's a lot of different things going on with A lot the of different, and here is how it ends. Okay, I'm gonna oh, tell you the end first. We're gonna jump, we're, we're gonna, gonna jump to the end. end, then we'll back up. The Do very it. last sighting of the Mothman in West Virginia after a year of this crazy activity. Today, right here today. Oh, oh my god. Awesome, Mothman! Oh my god. How ironic <laughs> that would have been. Mothman shows up. On a second table. Uh, um, it's, he, they saw him sitting on the silver bridge. That's the bridge. And the bridge collapsed and all these cars went into the river and like, I think it was 54 people died. And it was because the Mothman, when the Mothman shows up, he's a prophecy that something bad is going to happen. Shit goes down. Shit goes down. He's never seen again. Then they do research and the Native Americans had a thing that looked exactly like that called the Thunderbird. Okay. Right. And the Egyptians had another thing car. like that. It's okay. a, it's a yeah. car. And, mm-hmm. uh, if it was a flying car, the, the Mothman would have flown that car. car that would have flown great. that, the hood ornament on that, the, that car yes. would have been amazing. <laughs> Just think about that. Okay. Wait. So you're seeing different cultures around the uh, world. Have Everyone has the Mothman. I just saw up. the Spider-Man movie and Michael oh. Keaton played the vulture. Oh, the vulture winged, uh, kind of a bee. Uh, villain, sure. yeah, in uh, um, a in, bumblebee villain or a B uh, rating villain, B rated uh, villain of Spider Man's, and uh, Michael Keaton uh, jacked that up to A because he did a mm. nice job, brought it up a notch. Somebody else said that, nailed it. He just keeps getting better. He just keeps getting better until um, he won't. What's happening? Okay, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is going on we in my halted, brain? We so, halted Michael Keaton's advancement. Let's not. And so, but what? What is okay? So tell me briefly about so. So he's got powers. He see. He has. Um, Red they're all eyes. negative. He has red glowing eyes. Okay. And uh, if people get too close, they get radiation burns. Real people would, they have pictures of people that had radiation burns because they got too close to it. Real people. Real people. And there's real pictures. Yeah. That were in the paper. Like, here's the thing about the Mothman. Yeah. It was what all if- documented. Like throughout time, through newspapers, um, there was this guy. They- What's the town in West Virginia that Point has the Pleasant. silver? 
Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Point Pleasant, West Virginia. And, and the silver bridge that went over to Ohio, and that's documented too, that these, they had these S hooks and they all broke. That was right in December. It was right before Christmas. So the bridge was full. Right. Um, and then he was gone. But the whole time, like I said, the newspaper was getting these weird phone calls of people telling them what was going to happen in the future. And, um, they also, there was something else, um, there, it was like they had, um, there were no, I can't, I'm trying to put it together now because I got so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the sad table took my information. Um, <laughs> You're definitely going to have to cleanse that table. I, I have extra sage at the house. Do you need yeah. some sage? I got Palo good? Santo. It blows sage out of the water. Um, wow. Why don't, you, why don't you talk to the Lakota about that? <laughs> anyway. So. Uh, okay. So so basically, they nobody knows if the Mothman is like when he shows up, he's a guy of prophecy or if he just, if that was a coincidence, but either way, it was like some sort of a, um, a vortex opened up and all these things started coming, happening at once. The men in black that would show up, they would show up. Wait, why are, well, the men in black is a movie. Yep. And it's got tall people in it and yes. they fight aliens. What are the real men in black? Okay. <laughs> and I use, could you hear the quotes? It's, I completely support your obsession with this. Oh, okay. I do not necessarily support the reality of this. Okay. You go. Sure. Okay. So there's men in black that are government agents and there's men in black that are humanoids or UFOs or whatever. And they seem to be some sort of a doorway between. They seem to kind of want us not to know or they kind of step in and protect or they show up at people's houses if they've seen UFOs. Oh, like little elf like, people. Like, yes. Like small. They are small people. Well, no. They're small. small they were small back then. This is where it gets weird. Where, wait, is it going to get weird, Karen Rondowski, of Paranormal Karen okay. every day? So we're back on yes. Men in Black. So basically, Men in Black seem to be trying to stop the flow of information. They threaten people. The humanoids that show up, just so everyone knows, you can always tell they're not human. You kind of look at them and you're like, this isn't right. Are Because they, they look right? like people. They look, they're trying to mimic people, but they can't quite get it right. Okay. Okay. That's also with demons. When they try to mimic people, you always can kind of tell they don't get the teeth the right size or the eyes are too big or something's odd. I think you just described my social skills. (laughs) I'm always trying to get it right. And then there's a fail. Then there's a little bit of an epic fail. But your teeth and your eyes are fine. My teeth are tiny. I don't know if you've ever noticed. People are not frightened of me. I will say that. (laughs) And um, so they seem to show up like they were trying to... I don't know if they were trying to dodge this Mothman thing or what. But right. At, they were showing up. This is how they, they didn't, they, they don't understand humans. They were showing up in cars from the twenties that were brand new in the sixties. So in other words, the newspaper lady would come out of the newspaper, um, and she would see there were all these cars from the twenty brand spanking new clean. Yeah. These guys were driving them. Like they, like, I don't know if they came through time with those or they right. thought, oh, this is how we'll fit in. And then it didn't fit in at all. Right, right. So their social skills also probably. A little bit, little bit on the yeah. spectrum. Always the overdressed black. for the party always or whatever. Always overdressed and uh, over, yeah, yeah. Because they always think we're, we're a little more tidy than, remember yes. when we were tidy in the 20s? Oh, yeah. Okay, so they stopped, but, but after the, the Silver Bridge collapsed. No one's had any sightings. No. Uh, very few, but none like what went on for that year in Point Pleasant. I think okay. it was a year. It was a little, maybe a little long, might be off on the date. But the that whole area is just, it's fascinating 
with the radiation area, the TNT area where the thing seemed to like to stay. There were so many sightings that it almost was like it was undeniable at the time. Right. So what draws you to all of these things? What do you think? What do you think that when I think about like, cause you're, you enjoy We're reality. Well, to some extent, I like, uh, <laughs> I'm out here. I'm out here in reality. I'm doing what I can. I took the pill that said I'll, I don't know. Stay. Uh, sure. But it's the, but I think that it's, it's like, but I know that like I, like I was macrobiotic uh-huh. for a year in 1994. Awesome. Uh, breaking some real gluten free, real, except for beer. And, uh, which of course destroyed the whole thing. But, um, and at the end of it, uh, I was like, but all my problems remain. And they were like, but I think it's still the gluten, but then it might've been the beer. So, but the, uh, but the, and then I, but there's like, I like all this stuff. Like I believe in it and I don't believe in it all at the same time. But you're like, what draws me to it? Yes. You know, I was thinking about that because I have a very, I have a, an, Probably a bad curiosity about the dark side. Like I'm, you know, I'm a Reiki master, so I'm a light worker, mm-hmm. but I don't, I say I'm a light to medium worker because my light <laughs> worker friends, <laughs> yeah. they're all like, Ooh, we don't go near that. And they, you know what I mean? Like they don't want to ghost haunt in are very all state oh, positive. And I always kind of have my foot in each one. I like the ghost hunting. Is I that, think that's comedy. I think that stand up comedy has drawn you to the darkness. Yeah, it could and be. Cause, Cause you know that the darkness, uh, the only way to dispel the darkness is, is to with, shine a light. Yeah. Out. To is shine to, a light. Right. Exactly. Is, to, is to be funny. Exactly. And, uh, so maybe that's what draws you to, to some of that stuff, but, but all of it, like, because I mean, there are buildings full of things that I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, there are any number mm-hmm. of times when I, when I don't know, the meaning of, I mean, there's just reams of, of, of things clearly. And so yeah. I don't ever completely doubt the existence of anything. Right. Because what do I know? What do you any know? of us know? What do any of us know? Wait, All I what know, do I know? I got to pay uh, the bills every month. They're still going to come. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Turns out. Yeah. And uh, so you can't I can't tell the people at Visa Mercury's retrograde, they're going to have to no, wait. No, they don't have any interest <laughs> in that. It's uh, so, but I, um, but I also, there's a part of me that doesn't believe that's just like, well, that's right. That doesn't make any sense because right. I can't see it. And right. I'm, and I'm not a scientist and I'm not even super empirical, but, <laughs> but I do want to, but I do look at something like the Mothman and I'm like, mm, I don't know. Right. Oh uh, yeah. So, and that's perfectly okay. And I, and, and you know, and, you get and that. I get that. And, and it, and you know what, if people enjoy the story, they please enjoy the story. Yes. Um, it, it as what I do with it is I really like to yeah, see. Yeah, what do you out, do with it? I, I why I don't know. It fascinates me, but it fascinates me beyond. Like, right. like I, you're listening to Art Bell, and yes. he's gone, and he's gone. So I you know. just listen to old Art Bell. I know, I know, because <laughs> George Norrie's no good. Um, but but it's it's especially this particular story just grabs me. And there's so many pieces to it that even as you can tell, I apologize people that are going, what the hell are you talking about? It's like, there's a three hour documentary that I've watched like five times that actually pieces everything together. Yeah. And it's such a convoluted, crazy story, Mm -hmm. but it really has pictures and evidence and newspaper dates and, and all kinds of things that, um, that it, that you kind of can't turn away. If you're going to put that much 
um, attention on it like I do. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Um, and all these things, if I took you ghost hunting. Yeah. I, like, I just took some people. I was at Zany's in St. Charles and they said that place is haunted. So we ghost hunted at night. Immediately we got an EVP, which is a tape recorded voice of someone who was not in the room. Right. In the conversation. Okay. Um, okay. so if I took you ghost hunting, I could have you, if you were like, I don't believe anything. If I took you to a good spot, probably by the end of the night, I could have you going, okay, something happened. Right. Okay. Right, right. That's where we are with everything. Something happened. Right. And, and, you know, and when you're not in it later, you can go, well, the house was settling. Right. So, right. and it's, and maybe it was, maybe it was not. Maybe we picked up radio waves of someone that happened to be answering the same question we asked. Right. And I have other, uh, I have other weirdo theories. I have dorky theories about like really great stories. Uh huh. I have an unsubstantiated uh, theory about like the Lord of the Rings and the Harry Potter novels and, and other great literature, things that are, um, and I do consider those literature quite yep. honestly. And, um, and plenty, plenty of, uh, mystical, fantastical beasts and these types of things and the stories of, of trolls and gargoyles and knights and all these things. Right. I have a theory that, um, nobody's that good a writer. Right. That what they have done is they have glimpsed into another world and they mm-hmm. have channeled that story has come and they got to write it. And so that's my theory. Now, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that they weren't very talented. No. <laughs> and that their work is to be discounted. Uh, it just means that I think that the inspiration might have been possibly, I mean, and, and to say it out loud sounds ridiculous, multidimensional. Yeah. Uh, Ridiculous. Who are you talking to? Exactly. Well, exactly. I'm not, (laughs) clearly, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to rangers out there who are like, I don't like these ones. (laughs) These ones are weird. Well, there are other ones. That's what I Imagination is a place, not a thing. Oh, interesting. Yeah. We have access to everything. When you read, uh, listen to Big Magic. Yes. Okay. Here's an interesting story. The Eat, Pray, Fuck Lady. Uh, I think she's eat, pray, love. Right, right. But my theory on that <laughs> was that she was like, "Hey, why don't I tell you the story about how I slept with different guys in different countries?" Oh, for a I year? couldn't finish that particular no, I mean, book. It was that was I like this thing a whole lot better. Oh yeah, and she talks about the how uh, they used to say people weren't geniuses; they had genius around you, around them, and that ideas mm-hmm. and stories are things that are around you and they come to you when you're open to them. Right. Oh, and then they coalesce possibly in you right. and you were the one who writes them down. Right. And which is really weird because I do not, I am not a musician. And the other morning I woke up with song lyrics. Oh, there you go. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. You're a wordsmith. Uh, oh, I woke up this morning with a sketch idea. Wow. And I am not a sketch person. See, so I let it go. And you let I, it go? I let it go. I was like, this song isn't for me. Thank you, idea. Go, you know, go find someone that can do it. So I told my friend Marty. Yeah. So Marty tells me about, she had a friend that had that happen once. She was driving. She got a song. She pulls over, writes the whole thing down. She gets the message. Hold on to this. It's not the right time. Yeah. She's in her seventies. She meets a young black man that wants to and be a rap an artist. White, white, and white she's lady? an old white lady. She meets the black man mm-hmm. and he wants to be a rap artist and she gets the message, the songs for him, gives him the song. Right. And now the song is out there and here are the first lines. And he of can it, use whatever he wants. And it's a great song. And the first line. Wait, did he do it? And yes. it's recorded? Yes. It's What's out his there name? and we can find it. I'll tell you the first song lyrics and we'll find it. Cause I was like, I, the song lyrics went like this. Um, 
Oh, it's on my mantra of the day. Oh, I wrote it on my phone. Here it is. Hold on. Uh, I was so moved by the whole thing because I do a tarot card of the day mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. always have to look for a mantra. And she told At me Rontowski, this. you guys. Yes. Okay. And the card was love. The card was the best love card in the deck, which is the two of cups people. And so, <laughs> so she gave me this mantra and this is the song. We can look for it by this, the lyrics. Love is a magnet and we are all one created from the same source from which all energy comes. Okay. And that's a rap song. So that's that. So that's how that happened. And I thought, so she grabbed the idea and knew to hold on to it right time. So ideas are things. Imagination is a place, not a theory. Okay. I like it. Uh, I was thinking of giving uh, my sketch idea to someone who works at SNL. Oh, there you go. Uh, (laughs) uh, I don't know. It's, I wasn't going to wait. Uh, I also tweeted about it because it was just an idea oh. where it would be a, a the dating game. Uh-huh. And remember the dating game. Yeah. There was one person and then three contestants behind a, a screen and the three contestants can't see the person. I think this is back. I think the dating game is back on. Well, it's, it's been reiterated several times. Right. There's been different, um, different, uh, uh, versions. So, uh, the three, there's, uh, myself, let's say I am the contestant who is looking for a date. Mm-hmm. The three men on the other side do not know that I am a zombie. <laughs> and what I would like to know <laughs> is if they have good brains. <laughs> and so all of my questions <laughs> are things like, would you describe yourself as brawny or brainy <laughs> or stuff like that? Right. That's and hysterical. So I posted that and that I can't remember the name. It was a guy, I think on my jokesmith Facebook page on my fan <laughs> Facebook page, Jackie Cation jokesmith. Uh, he, I said, anybody got any other ideas? And the guy had the greatest one and I can't remember his name. I'm so sorry, sir. If you are listening, uh, it was, would you rather eat pie? Or solve for pie. <laughs> I was like, that is the greatest. And there was another one that was really good on Twitter and I can't remember it. But I think, uh, but yeah, like I don't, I don't ever write sketches. And, right. um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't save them. I don't. So I should, I mean, someone, please make that <laughs> have the greatest time of your life. Cause yeah. it is a funny, silly idea. Yeah, it is. That good. I think people would like. So what about, like, like all, like I just, you can have the last guy has a shrunken head. Mm. You're like, oh, well, my head's really small. He's like, uh, all right. So not number three. Then. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> okay. So, um, I was just in Ireland and uh-huh. Iceland and I saw a very old friend of mine who is, uh, I knew when we both worked at the hippie t-shirt shop in Minneapolis in Ireland. Uh, I saw her in Ireland. Oh, she was the one that went in the hole, right? Uh, yeah, she went in the hole. What was that about? Uh, she's ah. a goof. She's okay. a goof. She took us to an old, old Irish, uh, graveyard. Uh huh. And she said, Hey, there's a hole you can cr- crawl in here. And I said, You're not going to crawl in the hole in the graveyard. And she goes, Yeah. And then she, cr- and as she crawled out of the hole, she made herself look like, uh, a spider or a zombie or some uh. sort of thing climbing out of the hole. And I put it on my Instagram. It was great. And, uh, you're like, you're going to die in the hole. How I, deep does the hole go? I, the hole goes at least as deep as her body, and she's like five six. Well, that would be okay, but if it goes really deep, then I'm scared. Maureen Fitzpatrick, if you're listening to this, and she said she was going to start, <laughs> email me. Jackie, Jackie, Cajun. tell me more about the hole. Tell me more about the hole. So Maureen Fitzpatrick, though, was one. She's one of the greatest people in the world, and uh, and she just does stuff. And that's uh, one thing that you know, because comedy. If you don't know you want to do comedy, 
then you have to spend your life finding something. That's wow. This is the way I think of it. You spend the rest <laughs> of your life figuring out what do I want to do. I know. Uh, luckily, I knew I wanted to do comedy. I know, and I have two things that I love. That's unbelievable. The other one is hemp oil. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and tarot, yes. and tarot. No, yeah, tarot and, and all the and all that's that, amazing the that I have two things that uh, yeah, that all these things that fascinate me. That's a great life. It is a great life. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter that we are. Oprah. Yeah. Right. And I wouldn't want to be at this. I'm looking back. You're just like, Oh, well, thank you universe for not making me Oprah. Cause what a pain in the ass that would have been. Right. So, or not making me like a nurse. Oh, you never would have murdered somebody. I was was talking to somebody, everybody. I, okay. So today I was sitting around uh, the coffee shop and a bunch of people were talking about how they always wanted to go into social work. And, oh. and helping other people. And they got involved and then they realized, and they, to a person, like three different LA, this is an LA conversation if I've ever heard when we went to breakfast, right? <laughs> and it was a table full of people and one after another, and they didn't know that they were each saying it, but there'd be this pause and they're just like, well, it wasn't what God wanted me to do, or it wasn't what the oh. universe wanted me to do, or it wasn't what I was meant to do. It doesn't mean it's not great. And I just wanted to go over and go, you know, you last as long as you last in the industry of helping others. <laughs> I mean, the fact that they went into it at all right. is amazing, right? right? I mean, if you last three years where you help people, that's great. If you last 30, thank you. But you last right. as long as you last. And, but everyone thinks that that's what, and so it is, if you found something like people, I have a friend who's a nurse and she loves it and yes. she's been doing it for 30 years. And well, yes. she's like, people are hilarious and horrible wow. and wonderful. And I love every moment of it. See, that's a, that's a, a old soul. And that's a place I don't go. I just, <laughs> I'm not a people person. I can't protect my energy. Oh, from others. Right. I mean, I'm really, I'm good in groups, but that kind of thing, I need time alone. Oh, well, I mean, it's not, I don't, I don't know. She, she, sometimes people get energy from being around other people. Okay. I, I'm okay with that. I used to be terrible. I used to like need to hide out, but I, I don't know. It's a different thing. Maybe we do it all at once on stage. Right. I think, I think, uh, th- that definitely, I, yeah, I, you know what she's else? not, she's not this, this, my friend who's a nurse. It's not that she's not selfish either. She's super selfish. Sure, she's, but, she, uh, but she does but, what she does with joy, because she with loves, a certain amount of joy. Yes. Yeah. She loves helping other people. But she's also super selfish in in other ways. So she's right. I mean, it's not like she's like an angel. Right. Like people are like, what an angel. And you're like, no. No, no, she's a person. She, the she'll whole hit person. Your car if you're parked in her spot. <laughs> she will. She'll oh my God, the mocking. There's a great <laughs> deal of sarcasm in the life of Elizabeth. <laughs> and uh, Well you, yes, but you know what too? Uh, this is the other thing. I think sometimes we think too much. Like people always want to find their purpose in life. Yeah. Maybe your purpose is just to have fun. Maybe you served your purpose in second grade when you did something then, and the rest is just about having fun. Do you know what I mean? Like, Oh, I thought you were going to say the rest of it was just treading water. I was like, you oh. had the most fun when you were in second grade, and now, well, well that was no, it. Good no, times. now the rest is free sailing. Now you oh, okay. get to do what you want. Well, except for I, there's a part of me, and that part of me I like to call grammacation, <laughs> uh, that wants everyone to get a fucking job. Well, yeah, you have to sustain. You, yeah. you have to you can't you have be, to a, be a part of society. Yeah, you have to be a part of the you know a, right. part of the herd. And it doesn't mean like the best advice I ever got was right after the election. It was from my friends, uh, who my various friends that I was uh, complaining to and 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 being scared at, and most of the ones that were uh, people of color were my black and my brown friends were saying. Yeah. Um, 
it, we got screwed again right. and you have to, but the, the thing is, is they said, so you just got to keep going and you got to make sure your reviews mm-hmm. and you got to go forward. But you also, and to a person, they said this, uh, they're very, they don't have them, don't even know the other, uh, cause some of them are comics and some of them are, uh, other friends from other, we're civilians, uh, civilians. And, um, so, but to a person, they said, you have to make sure that you're happy. Right. And that I think just spend some part of your day having some joy or try to be right because the mm-hmm. bastards do not want you to be happy. So mm-hmm. fuck them and be happy. And, uh, plus the added bonus is you're happy. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which will really get the bad guys. Yeah. But I mean, but I Find think that something it, you love that's not a person. Oh, there you go. And Knitting, then the, driving, whatever you right, horses. Right. And it doesn't. Oh my God, I saw the greatest tiny horses in, oh. in Iceland. They have their own horses. You can take Icelandic horses, which are, by the way, a little bit bigger than ponies. So they're adorable and they have shaggy coats because it's always cold. I was there in August. You can uh, take them August. on planes. You cannot take uh, Icelandic horses on planes. Oh, you can knowledge. take a little, um, service horses on planes now. Uh, people have lost their mind with the service animals. <laughs> you were on the ground floor. You were the ground floor of, uh, yeah. of, of service animals, by the I way. Was. But you know what? The pony, I've never seen one, but I don't know what the pony service animal does. I believe it pulls a wheelchair, but that might be a very large wheelchair. That's a, more of a carriage. Maybe they're we have Amish. electricity. We have electricity <laughs> to pull wheelchairs. I, it's true. You know, it's a big, it's a big comedy trope right now is everyone's making fun of the service animals. Oh, I There's know. There's a lot and of bits. You know what else? They're making fun of the vegans. Like uh, so many times before. Vegans me, have been, they've been in the crosshairs for years. Yeah. The service animal thing is sweeping the nation. Yes. And, uh, what else am I that people, I'm like the stereotype, which is funny because a lot of times it's made fun of and then I get up and then I'm the anti. <laughs> And I have a service animal joke that, uh, now I don't want to do anymore, except for that my service animal joke, oh, like many of my, like many of my jokes, there's no, it's not, it's, it's not dumb. Uh, right. hi, I would like to announce that I am a great comic. Okay. So no, but <laughs> you're a thoughtful comic that but, puts a lot of work into what she does. Well, there you go. So it's not just like service animals. You don't need that service or that's you're stupid. And what the fuck? And mine is, I want to pet your service animal and I can't pet your service animal because your service animals at work. Right. And there is some small. And then I make fun of the idea of service animals, which I think is universal. But even people who have service animals are like, yes, it's ridiculous. And yes, I'm better because of this. <laughs> yes, it's helping me. I have to tell you, your dog, Courage, uh, is a tiny papillon. Mm, and, uh, and smart as anything, just got over being sick. Just got, <laughs> well, thank God. And, uh, so, but I, uh, the service that courage has provided, I think very real. And uh-huh. you're a very pr- different person from pre-courage, post-courage. Yes, I am. So. In so many ways. And also I have to tell you this funny story in Walmart, little girl wants to pet courage. Sure. And I say, thank you very much for asking because most little girls don't. And then I say, um, but he can't cause he's working right now. And she says, what time does he get off work? That's it. That is that is part of the that is part of the joke that doesn't work. My service animal joke, which is that uh, they can't possibly be working all the time. Uh, oh, isn't there some downtime? Is there a union? Sort What's of. happening? Well, they um, it depends on their service, and they're usually supposed to be in tune to the person's body chemistry. What if I need that smells? service? What if I need that um, service? What if I need to cry into the fur of that dog? Well, what you about that? Need to get your own smelly dog. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
I oh, want to borrow emotional. You. You're talking emotional. Yeah, it or depends. Any. Yeah. An emotional, okay. Therapy dog is the one people bring that you should pet. He's there. In fact, they have them the at PTSD? the Albany, Albany airport. Sometimes they have a pig at the, at the San Francisco airport. Oh. It's where I need a hug and I'm going to pet this dog and this dog is meant for you to pet and he wants to be petted. An emotional assist animal is one that somebody carries for anxiety or nervous or stuff like that. Right. A service dog has a medical purpose. Or like okay? a blind, like the blind. Like or... a blind or an epilepsy or a, um, uh, whatever you have, there's, there's, that's when you get oh. into service monkeys. Guy can't use his hand. Monkey uses his hand. Just was in Iceland and the last day Andy and I dressed up like Vikings. Oh, uh, got to, and got our portraits taken dressed as Vikings. By the, look oh. forward to that people uh because when we get those pictures uh they'll probably be online and by and jimmy pardo makes fun of me before being the only person that watches vikings it's a great show it's, i'm told the it's a great best show. female characters ever well, ever ever well there you go yes but what i have to say is that um the guy who shot us who was the photographer uh-huh. he had a dog and it was a giant kind of um look kind of like a a, a saint bernard okay but smaller a little bit smaller, a little bit uh, denser, kind of than because <laughs> you know how Saint Bernards are giant and they drool a lot. Yeah, but tidy Saint Bernard. It's kind of a tidy Saint Bernard. His name, uh, her name was uh, Zena, uh, because it was a Viking portrait studio, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and his girlfriend. It was his girlfriend's dog, and he said, "Oh, she's a rescue dog," and I said, "Oh, that we're from Los Angeles. We know that when you you've rescued," and he said. No, no, she rescues people in earthquakes and stuff. She's a SAR dog. She's a search and rescue dog. Right. And I was like, oh my God, that's an entirely different word here I in know. Iceland. When you say someone's a rescue dog, you mean the dog's job is to right. rescue people in the snow and ice. You know, I thought, cause you know, courage was when I got him, he was three pounds. And now I think he's, he was supposed to be seven. He's been sick. He's six, but right. he's back on track. Okay. The diarrhea is gone. <laughs> um, TMI. <laughs> he, he, um, he was so small. I was w- looking to see, and he's so freaking smart that I almost wanted to train him as an earthquake search and rescue because he could get into such small places. But you knew somehow that there wouldn't be an earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> right. When did you move here? I moved here in like 97. Um, the big earthquake was in 94. Were you here? Was I in San Diego at that time? With the North I have, no, I have no concept of time. Well... It was the 90s. I can't and, um, remember things, and I don't keep things from the past, so I don't have to think about it. I'm all look forward. Okay. Well, you would have remembered if you lived in North Hollywood in 1994. Oh, no. That, the big one, the yeah, North Ridge? The North Ridge one. North Ridge, I was in San Diego. Yes. And go. I felt it in San Diego. It woke me up in San Diego. Right. Andy was in Westwood. And, of course, oh. he was a Quaker faker. He woke up three blocks away. No, I'm kidding. Um, he uh, he said it was bad, but he was like, it wasn't as bad as clearly it was in Northridge. Uh. And, um, but it was everybody's uh, stuff was out. But we haven't had it. And we can knock on plywood. Uh, see, I have, mm-hmm. I have superstitions. I'll knock on a thing. <laughs> and uh, so, but it was, um, yeah, so you knew that uh, well, there would not be a, a, a 94 level earthquake that uh, courage would need to search and rescue for. Right, people. right. I didn't think so. Yeah, but uh, but any, but yeah, but so yeah, dogs and and they're doing all different things like that. And what is they have cancer dogs that will smell cancer. Um, what dogs can uh, smell cancer? Dogs can smell cancer. Uh, yes, they have special dogs that work to smell uh, where cancer is. 
Um, Why isn't that happening more often? Yeah. I don't know. The busy dogs? Super busy. <laughs> there's know. only six of them that are trained. I know. That's like there's a cat. Cancer's a big deal. Every, a everyone's got it. I know. Well, you know what, though? You know what helps cancer? Wait, is it hemp oil? Yes, it does. Up high. Up high. Down low. Down low. Cut the pickle. Cut the pickle. What's the, oh, get a, a tickle. tickle. Yeah. Wow, that's with new. toddlers. I'm hit with toddlers. That is something I've always worked with with my nieces and nephews. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, and apple cider vinegar. Apple cider vinegar is you, good for... You're supposed to do... It, it keeps your pH... I think this is... Everyone check this information. Uh, it keeps your pH level balanced so that cancer cells can't grow or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's so mm-hmm. much... Well, you know what, though? But I eat organic-y, organic Like, I eat pretty... Uh, yeah, 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 hippy-skippy. Hippy-skippy. Seaweed and... So my friend Maureen Fitzpatrick in Ireland, uh, we woke in up... In the hole. Um, from the hole. Uh, who crawled in the hole. Uh-huh. She um, drove us all over that uh, and showed us all over that peninsula of Ireland. And wow. um, she is a gardener and she uh-huh. cooks. Uh, when she first moved there about 10 years ago, she cooked at the Buddhist Center. And um, she does uh, dairy. She, and, and she'll eat meat, but she doesn't really cook it at the house and stuff. So it's just sort of a treat. And they don't out. treat their cows like we treat ours here. So it's probably not. Well, there's only nine people there's over nine there. nine people. So they're so, nicer to the cows before they, they, they eat them, which I'm all them. for. It's, uh, yeah, whatever happens. It's, uh, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a lamb stew. That was the, I'm gonna tell three stories at once. Why don't I finish this one? Uh, so we wake up one morning. We're staying at Maureen Fitzpatrick's mom's house, mm-hmm. uh, who has a two bedroom. They're from Iowa, by the way. And uh, but they've moved to Ireland, and that's yeah. where. What's that about? Well, Maureen Fitzpatrick is of Irish ancestry, and her mom, Marlene Fitzpatrick, <laughs> and her dad, uh, who is passed, um, they her parents used to go to Ireland a lot, and so Maureen married this Polish guy, who about fifteen years ago, and he was in the they're in the EU. So Bigos was like, hey, you want to live in Ireland after we busk around Europe? I have to laugh. Our stories, this could be the disjointed <laughs> dork forest. Nobody knows anything more about the nope. dork forest or about Mothman than when we started. No, <laughs> nope. I don't know what you're talking but about. We know that it exists. <laughs> what we've given you is a syllabus, you guys. This episode is a syllabus yes. of things to you look up. get documentary called Eyes of the Mothman. Now I'm done with Mothman. Okay. okay. And Karen Rontowski, you guys, paranormal Karen on, <laughs> no. on on the YouTube, <laughs> but, uh, I, but I just but I didn't want to interrupt your story. But I just thought it was, <laughs> too late. Did we? Even, I know. But I have to apologize to the people. We re- literally rolled this together at at ten minutes before I got here. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. You were okay. like, I'm coming from yoga, and I said, then we'll talk about yoga. <laughs> we like, are at minute forty five. <laughs> yoga has been mentioned, but that's all I know is that I want to take yoga, but I don't oh. want to take yoga. I want to take yoga, but I don't want to take yoga. Does that make sense? Uh, I don't want to do it, but I got to do something because I am no longer bendy and there's trouble. Oh, yeah, yeah. And bendy's the anti-age. Bendy's the anti-age and, and it's also a great way to bend. Yes. <laughs> I'm a super <laughs> big and fan of you, bending. And you release more emotions and energies that are stuck in your body through yoga. Sure. All right. Well, especially I looked hips. into your yoga. It looked uh, it looked uh, super intense. It looked, uh, not a C one. Not a C one. I'm looking for idiot yoga. I don't know if there's a thing, but but my yoga when they don't have the heat on. There's some classes that don't have heat. Mm-hmm. Very simple. Very explanatory. Um, you know, Maria lives uh, by an old person, uh, like a senior center, mm-hmm. and she would occasionally go and uh, do chair th- yoga. 
It was chair yoga. There was also something with a ball. You would walk across the room with a ball. <laughs> Most of the people in there were in their 80s. <laughs> she was like, it was kind of soothing. I kind of liked it. And it was $15, so I did it. <laughs> so Well... <laughs> I know that it might be a way to start is what I'm saying, <laughs> but I'm not driving the Eagle. Right? I, uh, no, so. I think it could be discouraging. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, go to a C one at core power yoga, my core favorite. power yoga, your favorite. And, uh, There's a couple of them. It's kind yeah. of a small chain of sorts. Oh yeah. In fact, it's right now it's the largest growing gym, I believe in the world. Oh, so it's a big chain. It's really good. And it's but it's blowing up. But it, it yeah. But you uh so you want to do yoga but you don't want to do yoga. Right, I don't want to actually do anything. I would just like oh, to okay. sit here and have someone move my parts for me. Yeah. I think that's, that's what Oprah uh, does. That's the, the only reason I want to be Oprah. I've read a lot of people have been trying that for years, not not <laughs> not working out <laughs> not or anything. Out, no. mm. Interesting uh, life choice. Maureen Fitzpatrick, by the way. We're made, back. Made to her, own, yes, that made moved her to yogurt. Oh. Yoga, yogurt. See, there's two Irish guys that make five minute vegan cooking videos. <laughs> Where do they live? Do they I don't live know. by we're Cork? Just, we're going grab an idea, segue and go. Grab an idea and uh, go. I went with Irish and vegan. I don't know, but they're very good. I made a, uh, my brother in law made me a black bean hamburger that was delicious with I love nutritional a yeast. I didn't, and I learned about nutritional yeast. A lot of B12 tastes like cheese. Huh? Who can go wrong with that? No one can go wrong. Here's the other thing about Iceland. They, they say the <laughs> national food of Iceland. They keep saying, have you tried the meat soup? We have this oh. thing. It's a, it's an Icelandic dish, the meat soup. And so for, you know, four days we're wandering around. Nobody's serving the meat soup. Finally, we go somewhere just for the meat soup. Um, you know, what we call meat soup here in America. Stew soup. We just call oh. it fucking soup. <laughs> it just is meat. <laughs> It was lovely. It was a great, this version of soup was a lamb soup. It had wow. lamb and root vegetables and really good herbs. And of course it was $25. Wow. But everything was 25 to $50. Uh, Iceland, no really expensive. I've been to Greenland. Cheap to get there. Once you set foot on it, you know how you, you're uh... like, people say it's expensive. Uh, I thought they meant double. Nope. No, they're talking triple, quadruple. Wow. You want a cup of coffee? Nine dollars. Wow, because I'm going to Australia again, and I thought people said Australia was expensive, and I did not find it expensive at all. No, Australia is fine. Australia is comparable. Yes, it is. Yes. Um, it is fine. Uh, Ireland was fine. It was only <laughs> we would. There was a there was a knit hat that was kind of cute. Uh huh. Thought about getting it. Um, forty five dollars. Wow. See, now there's people. They have sheep. They have the wool. They have the people. <laughs> it was handmade right there in Iceland. I could make you one with yarn that's uh, four ninety nine at Joanne's. Uh, can you put Viking uh, horns on it? I could try. I'm sure that pattern's on Pinterest. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'm sure it is. And <laughs> now we're going into crafts, you guys. You guys, crafts. Uh, you made, I, I have the greatest slippers in the world that look like Converse tennis shoes uh, that Karen Rontowski made for me. Right. Made a pair for me. Made a pair for Andy. <laughs> we wear them in the winter. I'm going to turn the interview around, though. I want to ask you about Iceland because I was in Greenland, but what they say, they you named them You went for the troops, wrong. though, right? Yes. They named them opposite because Iceland is the one that's really green and Greenland is the one that's really ice, right? And they did that so that uh, people wouldn't go to, to the prettier one so they could have it to themselves and charge right. $45 a hat. Right. And it's over because now they want everyone to come. And then you're trapped oh. there and you got to spend $45 for a hat. Did you see Michael Moore's movie, What Country to Invade Next? Nope. It was the, Ask me if I will. 
Oh, nope. it was the greatest movie <laughs> misnamed because what he did is he went to each country and saw the best of each country. Like okay. he went to France and he saw what they feed the kids in school yeah. and how good the food was. And then he went to um, somewhere else and saw their healthcare system. And then he went to Iceland and it, it was what happened was in the big fallout where the, you know, where money fell out. What 20, happened? 2008, 2009. Yes. Yeah. They, the whole country was, women were in charge and the bankers that did that are all in jail. Like they had no, like, you know how we pussyfooted around and well, somebody's going to pay, but maybe not. <laughs> and we're going to bail them out. And we hope right. No people, you did it. You're in jail. Right. Like they said, and it, and they also, um, bailed out the people's debt. And they did not go into, you got to see it. It was really a great movie that he totally named wrong. Is he in it? Yes. Is he talking with his mouth? Yeah, mouth hole? he's there. Uh, he <laughs> is got his heart in the right place, but he's a blowhard. <laughs> so it is hard for and me to sit. walk the walk? Um, no, I don't care. I don't care if he walks. I mean, I like a good story as much as anybody, but uh, seeing his talking face uh, makes me go, Stop lecturing me. Oh, <laughs> I don't. It, it, I always feel like I'm in a lecture series I didn't ask to be at, except for that. If I go see a Michael Moore movie, I did ask to be at it, didn't ah. I? Right? So it's, and it's, um, and it doesn't mean that his heart's not in the right place and that he is not uh, often correct. Right. Um, but I don't know. Like, he's like, I don't know. He's one of those guys who's like, we should line them all against the wall and shoot them. And you're oh. like, well, there's part of me that's like, yeah, that'd be great. And then I think it through like I do. And I think, oh, and then the world is on fire. I don't know if you've ever <laughs> been to a war Wait, zone. Michael Moore? You think Michael Moore is? I think he's very peaceful. He's a, but he's, he wants, um, sure. Yes. Okay. Um, and now I'm going to segue a weird out because <laughs> why not? I, I, I like Michael Moore's Twitter feed, but this is the segue to, I don't follow many celebrities. I follow Michael Moore, two greatest celebrity Twitter feeds. I love Stephen King. Right. And Mark Hamill. Okay. And just so uh, Stephen King, if you don't like Trump, it's the best. It's the best. I'm reading my first Stephen King novel. Which one? Uh, it is the young adult novel that is just now being made into a movie called uh, the Dark Tower series. It's called The Gunslinger. Oh. Did you read that? Nope. I Unless... have tried to read other Stephen King novels, and it has not worked out for me. Is that part of The Stand? Um, I don't know. Uh, I know in the foreword he talks about The Stand a fair amount. Uh, then I may have. I may have. The Stand is very interesting. The sta- right. So what I have always thought about Stephen King is that he is scary, and I do not like scary. Right, but he's kind of not. He was the Green Mile. Right, and he's also Stand By Me. Right. And um, so I thought a young adult title be less creepy, and it is. It's pretty creepy, but it's just creepy in a way that it's a post-apocalyptic world, and there are yeah. demons and ghosts and, and bad guys, and he's the gunslinger is chasing the man in black. And you're like, oh, I like a simple story where the gunslinger is chasing a man in black, <laughs> and then he runs into a young boy, and and the young boy is uh is a is a is a he's a bit of an old soul, and the gunslinger's like, I kind of love this kid. This kid's kind of awesome. I think and, I did read this. All right, there you go. And now it's going to be a movie. Oh. And they're called The Dark Tower, and it might be actually be out already. I'm writing a novel-ish about uh, paranormal investigators, a fiction 
that I might turn into a podcast. Like if I can get it, like mm-hmm. where you read or have Are you, you still have the pod? Yeah. Karen did, and Kara can read. Oh, big Kara deal. and Karen. Why didn't, cause I'm on it. I did it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So it's, uh, Karen and Kira can read. Yes. And we read, uh, uh, I read tarot and she reads energy for the comics. Right. And she, she pets your hand, she pets and, your hand. and talks to you about, when does this come out? Tuesday. Oh God. Okay. So we <laughs> like totally, two days from here, we are taping our podcast at flappers and Burbank this, the 18th. Okay. The day after my birthday. Um, happy birthday. Thank you. At flappers in the Burbank comedy festival at five o'clock. We would love a crowd. Yeah. 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 So f- the 18th is August 18th is when is it a uh, Friday? Friday. Friday, Friday afternoon at five o'clock. Friday afternoon at 5 o'clock, if you live in Los Angeles and are listening to this, Burbank, you should Flappers. go see Kira Soltanovich and Karen Rontowski in Kira and Karen Can Read. Or Very Kira entertaining podcast. Kira. Very entertaining podcast where you reveal, did you release the one with Lori Kilmartin? We did. Awesome. <laughs> where she was just, just made furious by the revelations. Yeah. And uh, she was like, well, well I don't know. Sometimes it goes awry. Sometimes it goes awry. But that's not, ne- but that's not, that's not your fault. It's not necessarily our <laughs> fault. Yeah. I think sometimes people have never had readings and they don't know what it's about. I've paid $20 over you at the psychic guy. I know what I'm getting into. Yeah. And, uh, and that's what I do during the day. I read tarot cards. All right. So, and recently I've had some crazy people that I can't read. Oh yeah. That'll happen. So, well, uh, we're getting close here. It's 56 minutes. And I uh, and I apologize that the Mothman was a little scattered. I will gather that information and we'll do this again sometime when you're not ready. Well, don't touch <laughs> his wings. I mean, that's the no, cool, the, no, no the radiation, dude. the red eyes. And there's, <laughs> just so you know, there's a yeah. Mothman beanie bag, beanie baby that went for like a hundred dollars on eBay. You can't find it now. That's how this is really insider information I'm giving you. It really does feel like it. It feels <laughs> like the Mothman has has really got a cultural uh, that people are that have somehow connected to the Mothman. They're starting to see sightings of them in Chicago as though something's going to happen in Chicago. Uh, Eyes of the Mothman, best documentary, uh, starts out with a little, the first part's a little, uh, keep going. Okay. It was great. And then Paranormal Karen's web series. That's if you only have a minute. They're only a minute. They're a minute. And, uh, then, uh, hemp oil. Everyone can use it. You can buy it from my site. You can email me any is questions vegan? you have. Is it vegan? Yeah, absolutely. Vegan, no just, animal. Yes, it's, it's made all, out of yes. hemp. Yes, and it's and legal. No THC. Doesn't make you high. Doesn't make you high. And that Bach flower essence, that's all got liquor in it. It's all got alcohol. It? It's alcohol based. Oh, I didn't it know that. helps uh, the, the essence um, of whatever flower that is involved oh, I didn't know uh, that. soak into your body. Oh. And uh, I said last story that makes no sense for me to tell you because I just got off a plane yesterday and I live tweeted this. I was sitting next to a guy from Iceland uh-huh. and he spoke to us. I, I did it all, by the way. I had headphones, movie playing, and reading a book uh, so that I... Oh, wow. Uh, and I was on the internet. Wow. Uh, just uh, to make sure the guy sitting next to me, because Andy had the window, I had the middle, guy sitting next to me, got on, sat down, he didn't say, I don't think that was his seat. Oh. He was, we were sitting in an exit row and after the door closed, guy dropped his bag. He moved. He oh. did, he did the old move. Uh-huh. And, um, and then he went to the bathroom, came back and, um, he smelled like booze. Uh-huh. And I 
I have booze triggers. I'm not the best person. Uh, I have issues. So who's got the real problem is that I was like, mm, this guy. And I only noticed after he ordered, he was like, can I get a double Jack and Coke uh-huh. from the stewardess as she walked by? And flight attendant, yeah, sure. flight attendant uh, lady working, saving lives <laughs> and a guy working, saving lives. Uh, and so the flight attendant is like, yeah. And br- brings him two bottles of Jack. And uh-huh. so in the first hour, he drinks four. Wow. He drinks four bottles of Jack with Coke. Yeah. By the end of the flight, he had drank ten. <gasps> ten tiny bottles of Jack with two Cokes. And he and then got a cup of coffee as we were landing. And because <laughs> <laughs> he wants but, to be okay to drive. Right. Well, they slow played him. We flew into Minneapolis. They slow played him twice. Like What's at slow six, played? where they were like, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll go get that. And then uh, didn't come uh, back for like a okay. half an hour. Okay. And then the second time, Andy and I had switched seats because he had noticed as well. And he was like, hey, do you want to switch seats? I'll sit next to the drunk guy for a second. <laughs> and, uh, and so he sat next to him for the second half of the flight. And he said, at one point, the guy asked for two more, uh, a double of Jack and Coke, and the the flight attendant just patted his shoulder and said, yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> and walked away. And then so he asked a different flight attendant who just went and got him. Wasn't up on the situation. Yeah, wasn't, yeah. Right. Well, he would trade. It would be like ask, change mm-hmm. between your mom and your dad. And uh, then we get to Minneapolis. That's the first place we land. And Andy sees him like an hour after we land. Uh, we're, we're getting on the plane. He's like, there's that guy. And he was uh, staggering away from. But sure. he was in Iceland for a month. He was a geologist working on an island in northern, off of the coast of northern Iceland. And northern Iceland, all of Iceland uh, is just a giant uh, pile of thermal energy. Did you know that? No. They... All they do is process the 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 therms, the heat coming out of the earth, okay. and that's how they create their electricity. Oh wow! So they have to process. They have electric. They have electricity bills because of the processing, but they don't have nukes. They so don't they have electricity. They don't have coal. They have a thermos. They each <laughs> live in a thermos. And I did stand up uh-huh. uh, and uh, got to see stand up. Funniest thing about that was that they um, the the what happened when the audience didn't get a joke. And they got mad, the comics. Uh, they didn't go dark because they started dark. Oh. They started super dark. They really? went silly. They oh. went puns. It was oh. weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, weird Iceland stories. Um, so what happened to the drunk guy? The drunk guy? He just staggered off oh. into the Minneapolis airport. He lives in Salt Lake City. So oh. my speculation was that... Uh, he can't get alcohol on a Sunday in Salt Lake City. Right, except and we were flying on a Friday. And Salt Lake City oh. is a lot looser than it used to yeah, be. Yeah, it is. It is. You can get a cup of Joe. <laughs> you can get a cup of Joe. You can get a beer. You can do whatever you want. Probably a Jack and Coke if you needed it. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> that's that story. He's no Mothman. That's it's no Mothman. That's no way to close the I'm show. I'm so sorry. But we're going to do it. We're gonna I end apologize it. to anyone that hated this version of the podcast. <laughs> it was me. I just, we had I two don't. minutes and I got all excited and I was like, well, I'm going to talk about Mothman. And you did. Kind we learned of, I had never heard of. of Mothman or Jeepers Creepers. Mothman's so, coming up. Jeepers Creepers is not for you. 
Oh, no. It's terrifying. No, any number of things are not for me. That's been established. <laughs> hey, Rangers, uh, thanks for uh, tuning in. Karen Rontowski is all over the Internet. Find her. Buy some nonsense. Buy some other things that aren't nonsense. Right. And, uh, and, uh, and if you live I've in ha- West Virginia, tell the guy at the Mothman Museum to book me as a hostess or a comedian at the Mothman Festival next year. Yes, please. And, Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?